this might be a hot take, but I think it's messed up that countdowns are always from three. Yeah, do you think we need more time to get hype? Yeah, I think sometimes you need more time. I think we need to normalize irregular counts. Like, five, four, three, two, one. Or, like, yeah. the spacing in between them or the number in general. Or just, like, you know, we're going to go on six. And then you just go, six. And then you go. Oh. <laughs> okay, what do you think the purpose of a countdown is? All right, let's get into that then. I don't know. I had this really, I had this bad bit that I always do with Julia. Uh-huh. Where I'm, like, I, like, count to three. And then I do, like, one, two, three. Ready, set, on your mark. Get set. And then, like, the go will just be at a random time. Oh. And I don't think anyone thinks it's funny except me. In what context are you doing this? For what activities are you counting down? Like, when we're watching uh, something together. And so, before you unpause it? Yeah, before I unpause it. So I we... also like how you say, nobody thinks it's funny, but the context is you're doing with one person. So it's like, <laughs> you could just say, Julia doesn't think yeah. it's funny. She doesn't think it's funny. Do you think it's funny? I think it's funny. Oh, okay. So that's 50% of the people. Yeah. That's pretty good. I'm a comedian, you know? Yeah, professional. I'm working on my, my repertoire. Mm-hmm. Come check him out. Check out his stuff. He's got that, he's got that great city bit. I'm a huge fan. I've stolen that one. The city bit? I feel like that's more your bit at this point. Really? Oh, well then I'm sorry. Well, no. I mean, I feel like it's a shared bit. Yeah. It's a little, a little bit of, a little bit of both. <laughs> I, a, bit. a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. <laughs> uh, my coworker at the COVID swabbing will do like he'll ask people Monty Python questions. He'll be like, "What is your quest?" Because oh, he'll be classic. like, "Name, mm-hmm. uh, date, and then what is your quest?" And some people get it. And he'll also do favorite color. And some people will do the bit from the movie too, where they're like, "Blue, no, 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 green," and then they'll do the little nice. scream. That's kind of nice. Nice. Yeah. So makes the health make the health Yeah, you know what? Yeah. More, yeah, I think like doctors should go to joke school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go out in college, baby. Yeah, because you don't like I feel like doctors of any profession, like you don't have enough schooling. Yeah. Well by the, the time thing you is, become a doctor. Exactly. They're like woefully under- I mean just look at what's happening with our healthcare system right now. It's overwhelmed. Do you know why? Because they're not funny enough. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I feel like that's genuinely something they, they could do because you give so much bad news all the time. At least you can make a couple good jokes about it. Crack a couple jokes. Hey, it'd be like, hey, does your pancreas want to file for unemployment? Because it's not working. You're diabetic, baby. <gasps> oh, that's terrible. <laughs> How would you have reacted to that? If my doctor told me that, I would have laughed the shit. And I would have been sad. But I was just sad when they told me I was diabetic. So... It's like we got there anyway, but at least there was this. Li- there could have been this little. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. I mean, I'm sure some people won't appreciate it. Like, I I know for a fact that there's some people who go to the doctor and if somebody told like told them a joke, they'd be like, "Can't like, take a joke." Well, I mean, if they're at the doctor's, it's probably fair. <laughs> I guess it's a. I guess oh, it'd be like healthcare. The insurance is like, do you want a funny doctor or a regular yeah. doctor? You could opt in, yeah. and then there would be a huge debate about whether it was covered by, like, yeah. government insurance. Should the government make you laugh? No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we need to introduce ourselves. Oh. So, yeah, this is, uh, this is shaking the pot at him. Oh. Um, my name is Nicholas Wilson. And I'm Abe Raskin. Oh. you might, no. Hold your horses there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not done. <laughs> Go on, Nick. Go on, then. Well, my name is Nicholas Wilson. <laughs> But you might know me better by my street name, Nick Wilson. 
<laughs> Why is that funny? Because <laughs> it's the same. It, <laughs> no, I don't never mind. Care. <laughs> What's your street name? <laughs> I thought you lived on Lakeshore. You can't say my address on the pod. Hey. They're going to come, <laughs> come find me. That's pretty funny. I had a whole intro planned out for you. I'm not even going to do it now. Come on. No, I didn't know. You didn't tell me this beforehand. <laughs> well, that would have ruined the surprise. Yeah, but now I ruined the surprise. Is that All better? Right. All right, I'll do it. Okay. So, you know who I am. And with me is a character who needs no introduction. He's the scourge of the five great lakes, prince of thieves, master of cybercrime. It's the pirate king himself, Abe Raskin. Where is this coming from? Did you like? I just made no, that I up. love that. Um, actually, it's very relevant to a conversation I had the other day. Uh, me and a friend were trying to watch Twilight Eclipse, and um, she rented it on Amazon, but then her it couldn't cast, and it took me like just a minute to find a pirated version that cast. Uh, but then in the quality of the audio it was really, really bad. So oh, no. we ended up just watching on the Amazon Prime. But I forgot that in like middle and elementary or in high school, my thing was like that I would pirate TV and movies and people would be like, Hey, do you know where I could find this? And I'd be like, Yeah, I'll <laughs> Wait, hook really? you up. Yeah. I don't think I knew that. People no, like, straight up. You were like the dealer? Yeah. I would tell people like my favorite sites, the best way to avoid ads and stuff. Yeah. Did you charge them? No. I was stupid. It would be funny if you... I don't know how you could monetize that, but... I don't want... No, the whole point of pirating things is not to monetize. Oh, that's true. We're stealing from these big corporations. Yeah, you were like a Robin Hood yeah. sort of character. Yeah. I was stealing intellectual property, but yeah, yeah for sure. And, and giving it to the... Yeah. So you just pick Pirate King out of nowhere? Oh, I just thought you looked like a pirate in your PPE gear. In mm. what? I thought you was... I thought it was the hoops. <laughs> yeah, but the, the... All the other gear really... Oh, okay. Really made it. Okay. No, and I think because you were talking about the the pirate girlfriend joke too. Oh, I love that joke, babe. Why is your hand so cold? Hard. <laughs> <laughs> that me hook. <laughs> uh, that's good stuff. No, excellent. All right, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna write you an intro. Then you write me an intro. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, should do we want to like set a goal for like a, we're gonna publish like every so often? I'd like to. I was thinking like maybe twice a month. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's doable. Yeah. You get like two weeks prep time and then we like can do edit time. a week prep time and a week edit time, yeah. Yeah. So I'll get the Spotify one done. Hell yeah. This week. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Alright. Ah, ah. Podcast. Podcasting. Alright then. Nick Nick Wilson. Nicholas Nick Wilson. <laughs> Alright. Street Street Boy presents to me. You ready to get into this? Yeah, dude. Alright. What are we getting into? So, I wanted to start this with a little bit of a question for you. So, you're, I assume you're familiar with this thing called Christmas, right? <laughs> All right. Yeah, I've heard of several attempts at its theft and, like, in general, <laughs> nightmares on it, uh, elves around it, you know, days about it, some legal problems with its a Santa character. Yeah, for sure. All right. Yeah, so you know about this Santa guy? This Santa you know, guy. This guy, he allegedly <laughs> delivers presents to children. It seems impossible to me that he could do that, but all right. Yeah, who are we to... He knows He knows his stuff. You know, he's been around for thousands of years, and I've only been here for 22, so it'd be kind of fucked up if yeah. we question him. Who are we to say? Exactly. But so, my real question to you is, when you picture Santa, like, what... Like, just what do you... What are the characteristics that you picture? Like, what does he look like, basically? Uh, okay. A red hat with a white end on it. Uh, obese man with also red it's kind of like a robe but it's tied in the middle and it goes into sweatpants which go into black boots 
and the whole getup is red, and then he's got a big white beard and um, a smile on his face. I guess. Yeah. All right, perfect. Here, I have a visual aid. I don't know. I don't know if this is really needed because you just described him, but you're picturing this guy, right? Oh yeah, that's that's, 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 the, that's the guy. That's the guy. That's the guy. <laughs> How did you know? Yeah, so I would guess that you know most most people, if you're listening, would picture that same image that you just described. Yeah. But did you know that there's a reason why this is the image that comes to mind? I did not. I assumed it was marketing. So let me take you back, way back in time. <laughs> Early 1900s. All right. When you say 1900s, does that mean that it's the? I always get hundreds and century mixed up. Like we're in the 21st century, but it starts with 2000. Is 1900s? It is. That is confusing. I do too. 1900s is like. It is 1900 to 2000. Okay. 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 Actually, in the 1920s, so like Depression era, like the great, the or like maybe it's maybe it's the Roaring Twenties, but like the Depression is on the horizon. They don't know that. They don't know that yet. (laughs) They don't see it coming. So, so Christmas, you know, obviously exists at this point, and Santa exists, but he does he isn't yet taken on this like characteristic form and garb. So he's depicted in a variety of colors, from blue to yellow to green. I was gonna say because the Russian version, uh, Dead Maroz or Saint Nick, he's he's in blue. He's in blue. What does he look like? He's, like, much skinnier. Like, the being fat isn't part of his character. And I think he's got gray hair. But don't... It's been a long time since I've seen it. The hat isn't pointed, from what I remember, either. But it's been a while since I've seen it. But the getup is blue, from what... I read that in European countries, he was often, like, tall and thin. Mm-hmm. And, That's like, how gaunt. It. And, um... I've also read that in some places, he was, like, a little, like, elf guy himself. <laughs> I'm not heard that. Like, <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> that makes the chimney thing make a lot more sense. So he scampers down. Oh, true. Small. Good fit more easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, enter the Coca-Cola company. Oh, boy. I, I assume you're familiar. Yeah. Those bastards. So, Coke's been around since sometime in the 1800s. So, it's already yeah. like an established drink at this point. They used to put straight up Coca in there, too. True. Which is probably how they got a lot of people hooked on it. So, Coke's been advertised. They've been doing Christmas ads, mm-hmm. but they haven't... They haven't gotten exactly what they wanted yet. They want to take their advertising to the next level. So they approach this guy named, I apologize if I'm mispronouncing his name, but his name is Hadan Sundblom. Um, But he's a Michigan-born illustrator of Swedish descent. Oh. And one day he's approached by the Coca-Cola company, and they're like, hey, we want you to do some new ads for us. And so they commissioned him to draw ads featuring Santa basically just giving Coke to children. It's a horrible idea. <laughs> so bad for them. But all right, come on. All right, Coca-Cola. Obviously, that didn't stop you. So so he does this series of, of paintings. Apparently, he used his friend. This is just a random tidbit, but he used his friend as a model oh. for Santa. But here, so I have another visual aid. So these are is some his of... his friend or the paintings? These are some of his paintings. Oh. So this is in 1931... Oh. He's got, you know, it's just it's your classic Santa, right? Oh, yeah, but he's, he's in like, overalls, yeah. He's doing some stuff with Coke. He's got this uh, this red suit on. He's curvy. Is there anything familiar about this red suit um, to you? Like just the color, what, the color red. Is it Coca Cola red? It's the same color red as the cocaine. In oh fact, God. the Coca Cola company has a patent on that color red. You can patent colors, apparently. And so Santa, you're telling me that Santa Claus is Coke Red. I'm telling you that Coca-Cola <laughs> stole Christmas. Bro, Santa got coked out. 
We tell me the original Santa from the old country was kidnapped, thrown in a cellar, and this new guy from Michigan, no less. This new guy from Michigan comes in and he puts on Coke Red and he steals Christmas? He steals Christmas. <laughs> Holy shit. Is this all from the Green Goblin bit? We cut are we, this. Are we ripping off? Yeah. <laughs> is, is your entire episode based? My, my thought process was like, how can I talk about stealing Christmas? <laughs> no, we can cut this, but that's fucking hilarious. So I need to backpedal a little bit. So this image of Santa in the red like, mm-hmm. did kind of already exist. And this guy based his drawings on this poem um, by poet Clement Clark Moore. It was an 1882 poem called A Visit from St. Nick. That's like the Twas the Night Before Christmas mm-hmm. poem. And they do describe Santa being like looking similar to that. Okay. So that's where he got the inspiration from. But it wasn't until after this ad campaign. That it like blew up. It blew up and became like the dominant. You know, like if you wow. think of Santa, this is, you're not thinking of him and it looking It's interesting that Pepsi's never tried to drown us in a blue Santa. Do you know what I mean? True, like, yeah. They've never tried like, a counter-Christmas campaign. Yeah, that's true. Or, like, like taking another holiday. Yeah. Like the Easter Bunny or something. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't companies just start co-opting shit? <laughs> Fun fact, uh, Thanksgiving is now a Chevrolet thing. So, that's... <laughs> shout out. You know, travel in Chevrolet cars on Thanksgiving. That's so fucked up that they did that. Isn't that wild? Is I that was commonly shot. known? That can't be. So I got it from the book that... this. I got it from the book. Okay. Yeah, so what is the book called? We should... uh, the Art of Choosing. Shout out, shout out, yeah. The Art, the of, Art choosing of Choosing by... Sheena Iyengar. Which is a book all about psychology, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have more. I have more of it. But that's the main thing, is this company... That's fucked up that they did that. Wow. So, so they basically, like, their marketing was so good that they basically made their products synonymous with Christmas. Like, that's crazy. But that's also weird because it's a cold drink. Yeah, and they had, oh, I can't remember, but they had some, like, slogan, like, where they were, they were basically trying to make people drink it during the winter, too, uh, and this was part of that. I wonder if that's the thing with their polar bear, too, because a lot of true. Coca-Cola campaigns feature a polar bear, which I've, I've always found confusing. Yeah, true. Maybe they just, like, have the summer market locked, but... It's weird that greed makes you do completely irrational things, because it doesn't make sense for you to try to create a cold product that people would also drink during the winter. It's, like, purely a profit thing. Because, like, logically, that doesn't make sense, right? Yeah, I mean, like, I think I drink the same stuff in the winter. But, yeah, it's just, like, weird that you're, like, advertising specifically yeah. for that time of the year. Yeah. Maybe maybe, I, maybe I'm out of pocket for that. I don't know. No, no, I think it's fair. So this guy, he did these drawings for 30 years. He, he did the first one oh. in 1931. He kept doing them until 64. He must be obscenely rich. So, oh. so this advertising is wild, but I thought we could talk about a few more instances of coke branding um and how it popped off <laughs> uh, you know some parts of the country they say they would say it's soda it off it's soda it off mm. i don't know that's uh so- that i guess that's soda's off so, so- sounds off soda soda uh, so- <laughs> i guess that's soda it off so they started the company started in, in 1885 and they were one of the first companies to realize that how important like image and branding is mm-hmm. so Here's just a few things that they did. During World War II, they sent 248 technical observers overseas to help bottle coke. Oh, um, sorry. Nobody could see that. He did air quotes with his fingers when he said technical observers. I'm assuming he'll get into why in a second. Oh, I don't know what that means. That's just the title that they gave them. But I'm also pretty sure some of them went behind enemy lines. Oh. Like, to, like, bottle coke. What the fuck? Like, working for coke. Like, isn't that insane? Like, you're going to, like... Wait, there coke plants in Eastern Europe? 
I don't know. This was one sentence in that book, and I didn't do more research on it. Oh. But, like, isn't that insane? Like, you're yeah. literally, you work for a company, and you're going to, like, a war-torn continent. Well, to... not even you work for a company. You work for a soft drink company. Yeah, it's yeah. It's not a defense or anything. You make soda. What What the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? Coca-Cola also commissioned famous painter and illustrator Norman Rockwell to draw all-American country boys drinking Coke. Oh. They had this one ad song that became a top ten hit. What so people fuck? were literally paying to, to listen, listen to, to their th- ad. Oh my god, that's <laughs> genius. That's so fucking smart. And then here's the one that blows my mind the most. When the you know when the Berlin Wall came down? I wasn't there, but I'm familiar. There were Coke had reps there handing out Cokes, like free Cokes to people who were like part of that. What the fuck? Isn't that wild? That's insane. Like that they, they're at these historical events. Like they, they planted, and the thing about that too is they had to have been like anticipating it mm-hmm. to be there right when it happened. Yeah, but it's kind of like one of those things where if you like, like how I feel right now is if I opened a book knowing that one of my friends had time traveled and I looked through all the pictures in it, and that my friend was in those photos, except that person is Coke, and there are all these like major historical events. Like, World War Two, Normandy Beach, dude with a Coke. Yeah. Berlin Wall, sunny down, <laughs> yeah. dude with a Coke. Uh, JFK's an assassination, dude, dude with a Coke. Like, that shit's insane. What the fuck? That's a really funny way of putting it. It's like you're looking at a black and white picture, and then, like, just the red Coke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, literally Santa Claus. It's Santa a, Claus. It's, just, it's a Coke plant. Yeah. What the fuck? They coked out Santa. Damn, that's... <laughs> Santa's going down the whole time, though. <laughs> yeah, so... This branding was very effective. Well, they're the biggest polluter in the world, right? Coke? Are they? Yeah. I didn't know that. number one. So I'm assuming they're selling just, like, insane amounts of Coke. That's kind of amazing, to be polluting more than a car company. Yeah. <laughs> when you make drinks. I guess in a weird way, yeah. I was, th- was talking about that with my little sister, and it's kind of insane that a non-essential thing that we could literally all live without is the biggest polluter in the world because we could like couldn't you like just stop that like just yeah. completely stop making coke and nobody would be the worst off for it it is weird and it's also a thing that there are almost identical substitutes for yeah you know what i mean it's like they've like managed to capture a market even though there are alternatives that are the same thing mm-hmm. that are cheaper too people yeah. will buy coke and, that, and it's more expensive than alternatives they could buy even though the taste difference is minimal yeah it's crazy so, so this gets into the psychology of it a little bit more, right. so this is kind of, like, maybe even more interesting. So there's this experiment that they talk about in the book, The Art of Choosing. So here's, here's how the experiment worked, basically. They set people up, and they, had the, they were monitored by fMRI machines, so they were, like, looking at their, like, Brains. brain stuff. <laughs> brain stuff. The people were, like, given, they had, like, a tube in their mouth, right, mm-hmm. uh, that they were going to get, like, dispensed a liquid in. And they were told that it may or may not be Coke, the liquid that they were going to get. I think they probably assumed they were all going to be, like, soda or cola. Um, But what they did was, before each sip, they, like, showed the people an image on a screen. Some of the images were just, like, a color, like a a light, like a colored light, Mm -hmm. like a random. And some of them were just a picture of a Coke can, you know, just, like, the classic. They looked at their brain, but they also just asked the people if they like liked it if they liked oh, okay, the, okay. the thing that they drank or not so 75 percent of participants preferred the taste of the liquid that was preceded by the coke can image rather than the light but they, they only the ever same. drank coke 
They all got the same liquid? Yeah. If, like, you were doing the test, you would take, like, 20 drinks. Okay. So it would be, like, light drink, light drink, Coke can drink. Okay. And then you were, like, rating your experience with each mm-hmm. drink based on that. So, um... But they, you, they liked it more just from the image of it? It was this, It was all Coke the whole time. All they drank was all Coke. All 20 sips. Yeah. Oh, my and God. 75% of participants preferred the taste that was preceded by the image of the can. What the fuck? Yeah. I do like drinks more out of a can. And seeing... What the fuck? Seeing the Coke image was also associated with an, with increased brain activity in the hippocampus and dorsolateral prefrontal cortex, areas of the brain used when drawing on previous emotional experiences. So Coke has established an emotional response to seeing it? Ah, That's what the study suggests. That's nefarious. Is that legal? And here's something even more interesting... You mentioned Pepsi, right? Yeah. The repeated identical study using Pepsi did not have a similar effect. Really? So Pepsi's branding... It's not close? There was like no... There wasn't a connection between whether people saw the image of the can wow. and enjoyed the drink. What the fuck? And that is true even though Coke and Pepsi are made from near identical ingredients. Pepsi is slightly sweeter than Coke, but in blind trials, people were not able to distinguish the difference between them. So it's literally just branding. It's literally just branding. That's insane. Isn't it? Yeah. Right? What the fuck? <laughs> Coca-Cola soft hack people's... Oh my god. Are we like that? Oh fuck. Is Coke in my head? I don't know. I don't like that. But it, do you think there's other products that have a similar effect on you? Well, that's a good question. Probably. Yeah. Almost definitely. Because in the book, she illustrates it with an anecdote of just like sitting next to a guy on an airplane who, like, was upset that he had to have Pepsi instead of Coke. And she asked him why, and he was like, I don't really know. It just, like, seems like the right one. Yeah. It's just the one I like. Because there's all those memes about, is Pepsi okay at a restaurant? Like, yeah. why wouldn't it be? In, in a, realistically, why wouldn't it be? Yeah, like, it's so similar. But people have beef with it. Like, There was also an interesting study in the book that I'm going to paraphrase, so don't quote me on it perfectly. Right. But they did an experiment where they showed people two bottles of nail polish, and they asked them which one they preferred. They were very similar colors, and in one trial, there was no label on either bottles. And, like, in that trial, people, like, a lot of people couldn't even tell that they were two different colors. They were just like, isn't that the same color? Mm-hmm. And in the other trial, both of the bottles were named with their, like, branded names. And, you know, like, nail polishes have, like, a fancy, like, cherry blossom or like, yeah, some, yeah. like, fancy yeah. name. And in that study, more people had a strong preference mm-hmm. between the two. Like the decision was based on like some something completely arbitrary. Yeah, it was just the optics of it. It's how you, how it made you feel. Yeah, how many decisions am I making based on? Oh, all right. What do you think? I think Coca Cola is an evil, intelligent company. You think Lacroix got us that way? I only drink Lacroix because you told me to. But it's good, right? Or do you just like it because you associate it with me? I like. Okay, the re- there's a couple of reasons to drink it. Um, one, I should drink less soda. Especially now. But I hate monotonous things, so I don't like drinking the same thing every day. And LaCroix, it's close, but it's not water. Yeah, I mean, it's spicy. Yeah, it's a little, it's it's a, got a little spicy, spicy to it. Bursting with flavor. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> but, um, but also, I don't know. I like the taste of carbonation, but, I mean, soda's really bad for you. There's, no, there's not many. Because I'm in a human nutrition class right now, and there's like these two... These two opposite things. There's calorie-heavy foods and nutrient-heavy foods. And sugary drinks are the worst of the calorie-heavy foods because they're all calories, zero nutrients. It's straight up just liquid sugar. So there's not really a great... And then LaCroix doesn't have that, so... 
It's a good soda system. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like nicotine gum instead of smoking. Yeah, I, I see that. That's funny, the thing about sort of being the worst. Because that's like, that's what my mom always said. It's and, true. And as a kid, it made me want soda so much because I just never had it. I was thinking about that today. Like, how, how will I raise my kids to eat the stuff that's good for them but isn't good? And I think the best way is to, like, let them catch me, like, eating broccoli, like, in a corner and be like, oh, this is adult stuff. You wouldn't like it. And then they'll think, oh, I need that. True. It's forbidden. It's the psych... Yeah, you gotta go with the psych approach. Because if I just... If I force you to do them, I feel like they won't like it and they'll do more harm than good. Yeah. Which, I'm not having kids anytime soon, so it's not... It's not important, but... Do you ever catch yourself thinking about, like, parenting decisions? Mm-hmm. And be like, I don't need to worry about this yet. I'm 22. <laughs> I'm not having kids anytime soon, so... I don't know. I'm excited to have kids, whatever it is, but it's not going to be for, like, many, many years. I catch myself thinking about it because my sisters both have, like, young kids, and when I see them, I'm always like... God, I wish I had one of those. No, no. Like, I just feel like I'm, like, taking notes on parenting tactics. Oh, okay. What's working for them? Uh, they're both really good parents. Huh. Yeah, their kids are killing it. Nice. My nephew just went to the Shed Aquarium for some school trip. Got to like hold the penguins. The fuck? I'm so I'm so jealous. What the? Why did he? Why did they let him do it? It's for school, I guess. Fuck that. Stay I'm school. a fucking adult. <laughs> I want to hold a fucking penguin. I bet they're like wet but warm and fluffy. They're so cute. Penguins are a good animal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? I disagreed with you on the cake and put, but penguins. Penguins are good. It's crazy where they live. You know, I read the other day, and this might not be true. Wow, I started a lot of my sentences <laughs> off like that. Um, but that Antarctica and Arctica are names for has bears and does not have bears, where Arctic, the Arctic has bears and the Antarctic does not have bears. I mean, is that literally what those words mean? I think that... In, like, a language? Yeah, I think so. Oh, that's messed up. Based on polar bears. <laughs> I like it, though. Yeah. Because I, it helps me remember which one has mm-hmm. bears. I mean, soon they're neither of them are going to have bears. Don't worry about it. Oh. Nah, sorry, we can't get political. That's not even political. That's just... <laughs> it didn't used to be. <laughs> oh. uh, speaking of soda, like, I think it's funny when rappers reference soda. What do you mean? Like, it's just rappers reference soda a lot. Do they? I can't... I'm having yeah. Fun. Well, and part of it, when I was a kid, I just thought I was confused by it. But now, like, I understand that a lot of them are references to baking soda. Oh. Like cocaine. Yeah, like to make cocaine. Yeah. Can you, can I have some example bars? Yeah, like in the... Uh, this is one of my favorite bars ever. In the... Um, the One of the best freestyles ever. It's 21 Savage. Denzel's, Denzel Curry's on it. Oh, He's like the yeah, only dude. like good one. <laughs> fuck yeah. But it's he, like Lil Yachty. He cheated well, on he, his girlfriend though recently. It's kind of tough. Denzel? Yeah. Damn. She left him. How do people know about that? Uh, he said it's so on a podcast with Charlamagne the God, I think. Damn. Was that, he remorseful? Oh, no, it was only like a 10 second clip, I think, for virality, so I really didn't have any details. He did. He just said it. He was talking about her leaving his house, and the other guy was like, did you cheat on her? And he said, mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then, that's a- No, 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 but then to the outside, why, why the pause? Why did you pause like that? He said, because I'm lying. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, but right, the freestyle. Oh, yeah. So it's a great freestyle, but 21 Savage just comes in, and his opening line is, Send my bitch to the store because we ran out of soda. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. That's really funny. I like to think that they're just talking about 
soda soda because it's so much funnier. No, they have to be. In, in that situation? Because he's not, like, cooking his own crack, is he? 21? Yeah. I mean, I think 20s probably kill people. No, I believe <laughs> that, but I didn't know he... Like, I feel like most drug dealers don't make the drug they distribute. Really? Pusha T, I think, probably makes his own drugs. I feel like Pusha T gives you instructions. Yeah, he does. <laughs> does he talk about... I feel like he, like... 95% of his rap is him talking about how much he sold cocaine. And yeah. I feel like he can't have been selling that much cocaine lately. Because his music career is, like, <laughs> it's astronomical. Like, he, I know, like, a lot of it is, like, disrespecting rappers who didn't do crimes to get money. But I feel like at this point, and he's got to be, like, in his 40s. Like, you know, yeah. do you want to be doing crime? You yeah. made it. You don't have to do crimes anymore. Why do they call us Boston Bean Town? Oh, it's literally because they ate beans. <laughs> <laughs> just like, Bostonians? The early Bostonians. Oh, I don't fuck with that. Chicago's Beantown, then. They have a giant one. They have, a, they have the bean. I think almost any town could be Beantown. Just because people eat beans in a lot of places? Well, any town's Beantown once you've been to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent. <laughs> just think about it. <laughs> finger guns. Respectfully. Because sometimes finger guns are derogatory. So we got a listener question, I forgot. Oh, yeah, 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 which is insane. Yeah, so this is pretty exciting. I got to pull it up on my phone. Give me a sec. Are you ready for this? Yeah. This is kind of a weird question, and it's a little bit long, so I'm just going to read it to you. So so I don't, I just got it from an email address, and it's anonymous. I don't know who this is from. So here's what it says. Hey, guys, not sure if you plan on ever having an advice segment on the podcast, but if so, I've got a question to start it off. It's a bit personal and serious, so I've decided to remain anonymous. So I've been with my boyfriend for over two years now, and he's amazing, but recently something's been off. I can't shake the feeling that he's in love with his best friend. He talks about him all the time, and they hang out a lot. I didn't think much of it for a while, but I found out recently that they've started calling each other Lil Mama. (laughs) Should I be concerned? (laughs) This is a joke. Well, listener, that's a good question. Um, I think we've all been there uh, at some point or another. I think, you know, in any relationship, communication is key. So talk to your boyfriend and his best friend about how they feel about your place in the relationship. Uh, I don't think little mama is that sexually charged. I think you're fine. I think you're fine. Genuinely. All right, that's good advice. We'll stand by it. Well, you, I mean, what advice do you have? You're also a host of this pod. What do you, how do you feel about this person and their unique situation? I, I just second. I'd second all of that. Yeah? Yeah. Give me an original thought. Mm, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, you know, that's up to you. You don't have to do that. I feel like we need to explain this because there are all, like only three people who are going to understand. Well, that's why here. it's a very interesting <laughs> question. I'm, okay, and I might be off base, but I'm pretty sure that the, the listener is your girlfriend, Julia. What? Yeah. No. <laughs> Who did you think it was? Uh, I don't know, Julia. Maybe you don't spend so much time overseas. Just kidding. Obviously, you should pursue your education regardless of whatever moves I'm making over here. But, I mean, you can't get mad at... Don't hate, don't hate the player, bro. <laughs> it's not like that. If I was going to make my move, it would have been years ago. <laughs> yeah. Stuff. I uh, was just excited. We got a, a listener comment. It's really funny. <laughs> Should we do an advice column and just write ourselves fake advice? <laughs> well, yeah. we have to 
Yeah, we absolutely could do. That's a good that's a good original segment. Yeah. Alright, listeners, if you if you need help with anything literally anything. You need advice. Not like we're not actually gonna help you, but we'll give you advice. Yeah. Which if you take it's not our fault that something bad happens. Yeah, we're not but, not but nothing bad will happen because it's gonna be good advice. Yeah. But that was actually one of my New Year's resolutions was to give good advice. Oh nice. Okay, this is perfect. One of them was also to give bad advice though. Just give advice. What? <laughs> I don't know. Just thought it'd be fun to give some bad advice. Just to, you just want to start giving advice in general. Yeah, I just want people to listen to me. I guess that's such an interesting, like, abstract resolution. What does yeah. that mean? Well, I thought if somebody asked me a question, it would be good to give them a good response, but it would be funny to give them a bad response. And I wanted to have both those things in my life this upcoming year. I thought about giving some advice. Or is, does it like depend on the person? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay. It's the history of Hawaiian Friday. Pretty sure it's just something Ed came up with in high school. Yeah? Oh. I thought that I was mean, like is there a, a, is there a larger... I thought so. I, I kind of thought that was like a thing. Maybe it is. I, th- I just thought it was his thing. It might be. I'm not a... Oh, boy. I love that. That was so bold. He just he just did it. No, it never caught on. He just kept doing it. <laughs> I think it's really funny. I feel like what a what a weird bit to do by yourself. <laughs> by yourself. So every Friday we wear a Hawaiian, and nobody else will wear a Hawaiian. All right. Let's see. Should we should we wrap this thing up? Yeah. How do you want it? I was thinking about. I I like the recommendations idea. Okay. I don't know if you like it. Yeah. But I think it's fun. Each time we recommend something, it's low effort. It doesn't have to be like anything, but just <laughs> nothing but the best for our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> you that you second shit, low effort. That's what you're getting. No, I didn't mean it like that. Just you don't have to do research or anything. It's yeah, just yeah. like a thing that you would recommend. Yeah. You're like enjoying or think is useful or whatever. Okay. Um, well, for mine, I can do the second season of Netflix's Cheer. I just finished that. It was really enjoyable. It's like a documentary that follows two cheer teams in Texas on their road to Daytona, which they they talk about Daytona incessantly because that's where nationals happen. But so that's fair. Is it a true story? Yeah, it's like a documentary. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, um, there's a lot of drama, and but it's also part of the reason I kept watching is the things they do with their bodies is insane. Like cheerleaders, I don't know if you're supposed to move like that. Like I don't know if you're supposed up. to bend like that. It's crazy. It's insane. They're super talented. Uh, it's very interesting. It's very well done, because I also started a different do- cheer documentary about very similar topics, and it was much worse done. Like the direction and like the way each episode is set up was really good. Huh. All right. Yeah. And I I didn't even watch season one of Netflix's Cheer. You just jumped right into season. Yeah. Two. Um. Yeah. And the first one got them on Ellen. Sweet. I might actually check that out. It sounds okay. cool. And for you, today is what the. 19th. 19th. So I think today would have been Mac Miller's 30th birthday. Oh. So, yeah, I'm just going to recommend Mac Miller's music. I never really was into him when he was alive. Yeah, me neither. But in the last month or two, I've been on a big a big Mac Miller kick. They released some more posthumous music, didn't they? They, I think they re-released a mixtape okay. that had already been out, but it like, wasn't on streaming platforms. Mm-hmm. But I really liked the... Uh, posthumous how do you say it i think so yeah circles which came out i like yeah Yeah, good news is a it's a really sad song but it's a really good song yeah and the whole album is like kind of that it's just beautiful all around like very sad especially within yeah with the with the 
mm-hmm. knowledge. But yeah, good music. So that's my rec. Nice. All right. We gotta come up with a sign off. I know. Should we? Yeah, I don't have one. I mean, we could just say. You've been shook. You've been shook. <laughs> <laughs> We've been shaken. You've been shook. Oh, I like that. Do you want? Do you want to do one half? Yeah, which half do you? Up to you. We, wait, so we've been shaking? We've been shaking. We've been shaking. You've been shook. Alright, I like that. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Three. <laughs> well, I have no two. idea. <laughs> one. Get ready. Zero. <laughs> Negative one. <laughs> On your mark. Six. We've been shaking. <laughs> You've been shook.